Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And we're here again with the final episode that will be done in not the same room. I'm still on vacation here down in beautiful I don't even know I don't even know where I'm at. I'm in like Pensacola or something. I think that's where I'm at. We'll, we'll just give you Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast. <laughs> the general area. I'm, I'm somewhere in there. I don't even quite know, but hey, it doesn't really matter you're on the Gulf of Mexico. That's all that really matters. But yeah, today's show is a little different. I'm actually sitting in a car recording this episode, which is very random. <laughs> but hey, you got to do what you got to do for the show. You got to keep this thing going. We got people listening. You're trying to make sure you're like an yeah, you're like an on-site reporter for us. Pretty much, except hey. nothing is going on where you're at. <laughs> no, but it's the, it's the best way to get the, get an episode you know recorded, keep going, keep with our two episodes a week. We like to you know, we've been keeping up with that. We want to keep bringing episodes out for everybody every week. And well, before we get into it, which today's episode is going to be a continuation of last show, we did the quarterback and running back ranks. Today we're going to do our wide receiver and tight end ranks. Well, I guess my wide receiver and tight end ranks. And Jeff gets to nitpick them, I guess. No. <laughs> say what's wrong, say what's not. And there's probably going to be some wrong. Who knows? But It's a beautiful position to be in. <laughs> but make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit or visit FantasyFootballProfit.com. Or you can even email us at FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. We'll get back to you with... Any questions, anything you got going on there, you can always reach us at any time. So, Jeff, let's get into this episode. We went over those quarterback and running back ranks, which is what, only, eh, it's only nine months till season starts. I mean, not too early to get some ranks in. But wide receivers, and I think wide receivers, it's usually the top guys are pretty much the same every single time we do these. So, you can probably guess, I mean, within like one or probably like three players who my number one is, four players. But this year, number one, we'll get right into it, it's Antonio Brown. I'm putting him number one after that big contract he just signed. I still, I think if I'm in the situation where I need a wide receiver, I still think he's my number one guy for this coming season. You could go, you could go any of those other guys, but I think it's Antonio Brown for me. What do you think in there? Who's your number one if it's not Brown? Or if it's it Brown? Yeah, I think Yeah, I think Antonio Brown is so, probably the so, safest bet, which yep. I like. Because, you know, you're, you're going to start talking about the other guys on this list. Um, I think they have a, a little more opportunity to go up and down. I think Antonio Brown is as solid as you possibly can go. So I think number one is a safe, safe bet. Um, would I like to have one or the other guys up there? Mm, you know, maybe a Mike Evans. You can make a you know, an Odell Beckham, um, you know, f- but I think Antonio Brown's the safest. That's so I-, I like that pick. I think number one is where he should be, um, even though I lean towards, say, a Mike Evans. But Well, and that's that's what I go with, too. Antonio Brown seems to be the safest option. He's just been, he's been consistently great all the time. I mean, even when you get these next guys, Odell's been great, but he also, you know, he has... <laughs> The, he, he can throw a temper tantrum once in a while, and I think I, at some point this is going to really catch up to him, I think. He, that's why I don't have him number one. 
Mike Evans. I like Mike Evans a lot too, but I feel like sometimes he he seemed to disappear almost. Not completely, but towards the end of the season, he wasn't as prominent as he was at the beginning of last year. I worry sometimes about that. But those two aren't even my number two. My number two is Julio. And Julio is actually a big injury concern, but I still put him at number two. I just think overall, talent-wise, I think Julio is the number one receiver in the league. It's He would be my number one if it wasn't for these injury concerns. He always seems to have that little nagging injury that he plays through every single time. And I feel like that ends up hurting him, actually. But if he can get through a season and be relatively healthy, he's going to be the number one or number two receiver, I believe. And I'm still going to draft him as that. I'm going to be... If I liked Evans or Beckham a lot more than that, I'd put him ahead of Jones. But I still like Jones' talent so much. So I have to put him number two. But I don't. I don't know what you would do. You probably. I feel like you'd have him below Evans. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Um, but like you said, there. I think there's four on this list that are no brainers. Yep. So I don't mind any of them being jumbled here. But uh, Julio, I I agree with you. I think he's the most talented wide receiver in the NFL. It's just. But he injury. missed two games last year. People know this. He takes a lot of abuse because he's so physical. Um, you know. So I think you said it perfectly. I, Talent, pure talent, yeah, Julio all day. But if I'm going to, you know, take a guy that I, I, you know, can count on a little more, especially in these top four, I'm probably going to go with one of the other guys just because of the injury concern. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he's phenomenal. You can't go wrong with him. Yeah, and even as ranking him, that I know there's that injury concern. Yeah, I have that too, but I still think if I get that spot, I don't. my number three, I'll say, it's Mike Evans is actually my number three. And I've been a Mike Evans owner, and yet I still feel like I, I don't know what it is that I think it was the end of that season last year. I feel like he didn't have as many big games as he did early on. It, Jameis wasn't just throwing the ball to Evans every single possession anymore. That was what Evans' numbers were so huge early on because Jameis just threw the ball to Evans every single play. But Evans really didn't have another guy out there with him. That could, you know, take some of the pressure off him, but hopefully he will get that this year. Maybe they'll get one of those guys in the first round, take some pressure off him a little bit, take you know, so they can't just completely double him every single time. That'd be nice. But still he's number three. I think he's he's I mean, these guys are all great right here. I just don't know how much I would spend on Evans. I I don't have to worry about it. I got him for like thirteen dollars, so in our <laughs> auction league. But money wise like auction wise are you? Would you be willing to spend up to fifty bucks for Mike Evans? Oh man, um, forty for I'm sure probably. But how high do you go? Uh, I get I get a little weary of spending that kind of cash on wide receivers in general. Me too, yeah. But um, if I was going to spend big money on someone, I think Mike Evans would be the guy. Yep, I, I really do. Um, but like, like I said, um, out of those four, I would just go for whichever one was the best value so i mean you know antonio brown mike evans julio and then obviously i assume odell is going to be your next one yep Odell's uh, any four, four of those guys just amazing so but I, yeah i mean that's what you're gonna have to pay to get them so if i want a prime time wide receiver i don't have to worry about you know i i would i would probably be willing to do mike evans for 50 it just means i would have to you know plan accordingly for running back which is a little scary well at- yeah, Odell is Odell's interesting to me. 
he always has, seems to have these massive games that makes him one of the top at the end of the year. This past year, I don't feel like he had those as much. He was actually more consistent. He didn't have these breakout, just massive games, but he's always there. He's always going to be great. I just worry. I honestly worry about Beckham and these, just the actions. How basically, I feel like the guy's throwing temper tantrums up there in the field. If I wasn't, if I hadn't been a Mike or an Odell Beckham owner in fantasy ever since his rookie year, I feel like I would dislike the guy a lot more than I do. Just I, the way he sometimes is, I don't know. It, it kind of it, it bothers me a bit, and I feel like the Giants are getting a little. You know, Eli's getting a little upset at it. It's starting to bother Eli a little bit, and I don't know. Just, I think that needs to change. Hopefully, it will. Maybe the guy will grow up a little bit. <laughs> that we won't see as much of that kind of stuff anymore. That's my really only concern yeah, with him. Yeah, he's. It seems like he's got a little to in him. But yeah, um, yeah. Y- you look at the numbers, the production. He's still insanely young. So you think that maybe it's just like he got so much recognition the first year that after he. Can't even say he struggled really, but after having a few like smaller games, yep. he probably just got really frustrated, did some stuff he shouldn't have. He's still incredibly young, like I said. So, but this guy's talent is undeniable. He might, he definitely, he could easily be number one. Um, I think he, out of the four, he probably is one of those guys that I think can even go higher. Like I, I mean, in the standard league that we played in, Mike Evans was number one with two hundred eight <laughs> overall points. Yep. I really think Beckham, if he really put together a solid season, he could blow that out of the water. I think we're looking, he could really be a tier one by himself if he really put his head down and did the work because he's just that phenomenally well, talented. And he, he was one of the top guys this past year, and it doesn't even feel like he had that great of a season. I mean, compared to what he, he could have. But it was, and, and you said it, though. I mean, he's so, he's so up and down, um, or he was so up and down but, last year. And you're drafting these guys to be the number one so when he starts off and he's getting you kind of you know mid-level numbers but then he'll go off like you know pretty much he was going up and down until week six and then he just blows up goes off for 32 points and then from there on almost every single game besides three were double digits and all those were almost 15 or above so I mean you saw how dominant he got and you actually made this point um, this year where you were talking about when he hit his stride in his rookie year and when he hit his stride this year. Yep. And you start seeing that this guy really is a back-loaded player where yep. he starts slow and then he just hits his stride and he is just phenomenal the rest of the time. Yeah, I feel like about... So I'm hoping that's not, yeah, not a continuous thing, but yeah, you know, I, that's I have a feeling about the trend week, that's developing. About week three or four this year, we're going to get that, oh, well, Odell Beckham's a bust kind of thing again, and he'll turn it on with a 30-point game or something ridiculous, and he's always going to be good for that. So, I mean, he's, he's one of the top guys. He's going to be one of the top guys, but I think you're right. He probably yeah. has the most potential, I think, to be the number one guy. I mean, he can have just a massive season. I think we've already yeah, and seen... And let's be honest, the, the Giants need him, too. That's yeah. what, you know, even... T- like, Julio is the best wide receiver in the game right now, I believe. But he also is on a phenomenal offense that can throw it to someone else, that can run the ball, that can do a lot of stuff. They don't need him to necessarily make those plays. Yep. But Odell, he absolutely has to be that playmaker. So they're going to f- have to feed him no matter what. Well, it's number five. This might actually be slightly higher than some might have but I have Des Bryant by number five and I like the yeah, way he I don't finished mind the that season. at all he had a very good finish to that season he was one of the top guys for the last I don't know exactly how many weeks but 
the last however many weeks, except for one week where he, I think he had negative one point, if if you remember <sighs> that, Jeff. Oh, God, Des. It was so phenomenal since week eight on when he when he came back. <laughs> yep. And the one game that I really need him to go, and he screws me. I can't get over it. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, he was terrific. And I think- oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he pretty much missed, you know, four games. I mean, he missed three officially. In the first game, he only had one reception for eight yards. So, Other than that, I mean, he's ranked number 24th overall, 130 points. And missed three games. Like it's not bad. It was phenomenal. The points, and he didn't play the last game either. Which, so I mean, from week eight to sixteen, he was just phenomenal. Besides that one game. <laughs> well, and I'm, I've always been kind of down on Dak, but Dak's gonna be a second year now. He's probably gonna be better, most likely. And there's gonna be more chemistry between the two. I just feel like he's gonna be up there and have a great season as long as he can stay healthy. And that's with all these wide receivers, though. I'm trying not to base this too much on health because, I mean, if you look at these top guys, how many they a lot of these wide receivers get hurt. It feels like there's always injuries. So try. I mean, there's some guys you have to factor it in, but hopefully not too much. Um, but I don't know. Dez is going to be good. He's going to have, I think, at least he has another another great season left in him before maybe a decline might start. But not there yeah. yet. And the thing I love about Dez too is. Every time he goes out, you can tell that he really wants to do well. Yep. So, you know, you can't necessarily see that with a lot of the other guys. I know all these guys are, like, competitors and athletes and all that, but Des Bryant gets, like, verbally and physically angry on the sideline when he's not involved <laughs> yes, in the game. So I love that for my fantasy players because <laughs> if he's not getting the ball being that great, I want him to tell his quarterback about it. And I, I think that Dak in a lot of ways, will be better. I think his interceptions will go up. I think uh, defenses will, you know, shift. But I don't think there's any single coverage that can hold Dez. So I don't think – I think Dez will actually go up. I mean, you know, if, if you expanded it out how well he was doing last year without the, you know, missed games. But So I think Dez and Dak will do well with each other. Yep, I completely agree with that. Now my number six is A.J. Green is my number six now. Which is coming off an AJ. injury. It's a, I, again, another guy might be higher and some people are going to have him. But A.J. Green, it, I mean, it's only going to be because he's coming off an injury. But A.J. Green, he's number. He's going to be the number one guy for Cincinnati again. And he, I think I can see a very big season. He's kind of left behind when you talk about these other top guys. A.J. Green, he's like that next tier player, I feel like, always. He's not, you, he's not one of those, he's not with the Brown, Jones, Evan, Beckham thing. And he's more it's like Dez, AJ. AJ kind of just gets forgotten, I feel like, a lot. And he's been great for how many years now? And if it wasn't for the injury, he would have been up there again. And he's going to come back from that. These, these players come back from injuries all the time now and are perfectly fine. So I don't really think that's a concern. Not at his age. If he was older, yeah, it might be a concern. But, you know, he's still he has some good years left in him for sure. And, I mean, Dalton's yeah. a solid quarterback. I mean, it's not Dalton's not the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's he's a good quarterback, and he he's going to find AJ. So I'm going to put him. Yeah, I agree, six. and I I absolutely love AJ Green, and I think you're right. I don't know why people kind of forget about AJ. Um, I mean, he's usually up there, but this might be a great year because of the injury. Yep, and because the hype train's not going to be on because he's been around, that you might be able to get him for a better value. He's going to be one of those guys I watch closely, but I mean. He missed the last seven games due to injury. And, I mean, four of his games he, you know, re- was over 100 yards. 
very first game, 180 yards. Against Miami in week four, 173. Cleveland, week seven, 169. And then Washington, 121. Like, these are monster games. And this is the only guy that you should be covering on that Cincinnati, you know, offense. I don't understand how he's able to put up these giant games when, you know, he is their number one target. And Dalton is a good quarterback, but he's not hes not phenomenal. He's not, you know, Breeze. He's not, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So the fact that he can put up these types of monster games, you know, continuously all the time, it's pretty much every other game, is mind-blowing. And I think he doesn't get enough love for that, even though he will be, hopefully he'll be in everyone's top ten, even though he got hurt. He should be, but, yeah, like, he might, you might be able to steal him slightly this next, you know, this is an upcoming draft, which could be it'd be great value if he, he if he drops down to like the tenth receiver kind of level. Yeah, exactly. And you're not you're not going to save you know an incredible amount. I just you know compared to the guys of yep. you know his tier, his caliber. Yep. You will save money on him, so that's what I like. He might end up going for like number two money, which would be mind blowing. Yeah, that I mean it'd be great if you can get him. But all right, my number seven. Let's go to number seven. It's T.Y. Hilton, my number seven this week, <laughs> this time. Uh-huh. I, he, dude, he does it, well every year, it, and I just can't ever get excited nope, about it. And him. I think we're gonna, we feel the same exact way about T.Y. T.Y. Hilton. But I have to put him there because he, he's consistent with great numbers. The guy produces, man. He does, and uh, I have yeah. to, I, I, I'm the same way, though. Like, he, for some reason, he doesn't excite me ever. I don't ever think about him at what usually when it's, when I think about these top receivers, but he, he has been. So, I mean, you can't deny it. So that's why when I'm really when I was looking at these ranks, like I had to put him there. It's you just yeah, have to. I, I think you're right. You have to put him up there. He was number five overall last year. I'm thinking he might. I think he'll go down, but not a ton. But Moncrief probably will be healthy. Um, but then again, you know, you never know. I mean, <laughs> he could be able to go up if they shore up that line and Luck isn't on his back all the time. Yep. So it's one of those guys. I'm not. I'm not real sure. I mean, yeah. You just know he's going to produce. I mean, that's it. Yeah, exactly. There's really not much. But I won't. I won't be getting him. No, <laughs> it makes no I'm sense. But gonna, I just won't I, get him. I'm not going to target him for that. But he has to be there, pretty much. He, that's where he is. But that's the problem. He's at the spot where he's going to go for too much that I want him for. But he's going to go. He's not going to go for a low enough price yet. So he's just in that in that yeah. spot where I'm just not going to get him. And my number eight is Amari Cooper. I have a I have Cooper up there. I'm just waiting for that breakout. And I think it could. I like that here. one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I, he's a young guy. He's on the rise. He was 13th last year. You know, I think he's only going to continue to get better. I, I love Derek Carr, as everyone knows. So, um, yeah, I love that pick. I think that's a good spot for him, top 10. And I can only see Derek Carr getting better. I think it's just. I think it's going to be a very good year for Amari Cooper. I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting him in a few leagues. I had him last year, and he didn't quite break out like I thought he was going at the time. But I think it's going to happen. He's going to be one of those top wide receiver ones here coming up. Then my number nine is actually a guy I've talked about could fall off a little bit this this year. That's Jordy Nelson. He's down at number nine, which I think he was, what, the number two this year, actually? I think something like that. He yeah, was, number two right behind Evans. Yep, but Jordy, I put him number nine, and, you know, he's getting up there in age. He's had the injuries. It could very well it, – it's not just – he might fall off himself. We got some competition there from Devontae Adams now. Adams is really stepping up. He's still got Randall Cobb. There's a lot of throwing. I mean, shoot, Jared Cook. Is Jared Cook going to be out there? That's still, you know, don't quite know what Cook's going to do. So 
Yeah, I could see him slightly the, the, falling off that. And I think an easy way to put this in perspective, too, is uh, everyone loves Jordy. They know how good he is. But the guy caught 14 touchdowns. Yep. Like, the guy was a machine. And you can do that with Aaron Rodgers, but to bank on that, yeah. especially when you're going to have to pay for that, it, it just seems... It just seems a little over over the top. I feel like I'm paying for production from the year before, and I hate feeling like that. Yep. No, I completely. I, those t- touchdowns are hard to sustain when it's that high of a number, and especially when yeah, there's ridiculous. that. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's catching like one a game. I mean, it is mind blowing. I mean, he's still going to be a good player. It's again, this is where you get down to that. Sometimes it's like the Hilton or Nelson are going to go for too much than I want to pay for here, but somebody like Cooper, you might go for lower. So. It's just trying to get value at these spots. Who's going to be there? Exactly. I don't. I don't feel like I can get good value from Nelson. But exactly. like and I think AJ nine. Green will go lower. Yep. You know, lower in price than Jordy, than Ty Hilton, and yep. I think that they will have the exact same numbers, pretty much. Yep. I agree. All right, number ten, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, this is going to be. Oh a my gosh! Really? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, you're yes. gonna have to sell me on this one. Okay. Are you assuming Osweiler's still there? See, this is this is the tough part because the more it looks like, it doesn't look like Romo's gonna be there. That was one of the possible options. It, it's look, and now it looks like it's not gonna be Garoppolo either. <laughs> it does look like it's gonna be Osweiler. <laughs> That's the problem. You know what? The sad the sad part is when when you start talking about man, I wish Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo was going to take over so he could be relevant again. You know that team is and in this, so much trouble. This is just, this is, I guess, more of a talent ranking. He's number 10 because I think the guy is one of those, should be one of those top guys. Yeah. He should be with You've seen him do it before. I get it, I get the temptation should. to do that. I just, it, I, there's no way I could put him up this no, high. And it's more holding out hope that the Texans are going to do something about the quarterback position. And that's just kind of, I mean, I got nine months to change this, so... You know, <laughs> or whatever. Seven months to change this, or whatever. Six months. I don't even know how many months we're away. Six months. I got six months to change this. So I'm hoping maybe the Texans are going to do something about it. It's not looking as likely. Maybe maybe they'll get Mike Glennon. Maybe that'll be their answer. Oh, man. The, the number <laughs> no. 36 ranked wide receiver. I know. That this is the crazy part. He only caught four touchdowns, yep. and and four of them came in the first five, or three of them came in the first five games. <laughs> That is mind blowing how how poorly they did a job of getting him the ball. I I think this guy I think he's good. And I think he has oh, a chance to be up there. Oh, he is very good. Don't get me wrong, I, he's good. That offense see, is just in shambles. I can see a big bounce back happening. They need to, There's no way Houston can go into next year with Osweiler. They ha, they can't. I I, I can't you know, I we cannot say, believe they can do we that. We say that. I've I've seen worse quarterbacks stay in <laughs> in their spot. They paid so much for him. I feel like I they're going to give him one more year. I hope for Hopkins sake that they don't, but uh, that's all. I can't talk. I can't defend it too much more than that as I hope there's if if we get to the, you know, the preseason and Osweiler's a quarterback, Hopkins is probably going to be dropping down when we get our official ranks in. But my number 11 is Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, number eleven. Preach it, preach right. it. And we we talked about him a couple weeks back. We're both going to be targeting Keenan Allen. I think we just the way the numbers were he was putting up in 2015 before that injury were amazing. Then he goes and gets another injury. If he can come back healthy, and I'm going to, I think he's going to. Well, number eleven, I think is actually going to be higher than most people have him. So again, I think that's a guy you can get for a value. I mean, a decent value. 
we're not going to be the only ones that think this, but I think you can get him for a better price than what, you know, you should be able to. And I really, I, I really like Keenan Allen. And once I get down to these receivers, I'm trying to think of if, if basing these off, if a guy's healthy, how good is he going to be? Keenan Allen's going to be better than all of them. Just he obviously has an injury risk. I mean, when you have as many as he's had now, it's kind of hard not to say the guy's potentially injury prone. But I like him. I like the guy. I like him a lot, so I'm going to put him all the way up at number 11. Yep, yeah, you know, you know, I 100% agree with you. I love I love the guy. And one of the injuries was a spleen, like like we had mentioned, you know, <laughs> yeah. in earlier yeah. podcasts. It, you know, he unfortunately he did have that knee injury, you know, immediately in the game one. So, um the fact that it really is only that one knee injury and the spleen thing is such a freak accident that yeah. um I'm not ready to label him, you know, uh, injury prone, but I totally understand where you're coming from. I I do love the guy. I think he is a safe bet um, as long as he stays healthy for, I mean, I say easily 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, I think he's going to put up a good season. My number 12, this is without knowing any information about what's going to happen with this guy, is Alshon Jeffrey, my number 12. And basically this is kind of, Wherever he goes this season, he's going to be the number one. He's going to his position where he's going to be the number one wide receiver. So I think he's going to go into a good position for him for fantasy-wise. And he's extremely talented. I just think getting out of Chicago is going to be a good thing for him. He might really see how good he actually is. Now he just has to get into that right position, that right that right spot. And I was actually just, we saw some, there's so much news about Alshon, but where he could potentially go. I saw one thing that said he wants to play for a championship contender. And then literally just a couple hours later, there's another article saying the 49ers lead for Alshon Jeffrey, which those two things aren't the same. So, <laughs> but, so who knows? There's, you know, the Eagles. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of teams. Who knows where he's actually going to go? But I think wherever he is, he's going to be that number one guy. So Eagles would be a great situation. I hope that's kind of where he goes fantasy-wise. Eagles would be perfect for him. Yeah, I like that. I like that speculation, that speculative pick. Everyone knows how great he is. Yep. Um, the guy can be an absolute beast. And you're right, I think he's only going to be in a better position. So I don't see any reason he couldn't be there. And obviously we'll change it accordingly to what team he goes to. But I like that one. Yep. My number 13 is going to be Demarius Thomas. And Demarius Thomas I have up there might be a little higher than he's been, but I also think he's going to have Tony Romo as his quarterback. It's kind of what I'm thinking with that too. It's. I think that's. And if I Tony, think that's the most likely spot. I love that too. And Tony Romo, or if Tony Romo does end up in Denver, that's the third guy that I think is going to be a value pick. So yep. you would have AJ Green, Keenan Allen, and yep. Demarius Thomas as three guys to really like look after, and see that the fact that their values are not going to be as high as they should be. And I think yeah. you could take yep. each one of those guys for undervalue, and that those are the steals right there if yep. it goes to plan. That's exactly how I'm thinking there, and I like. I think Demarius is going to be a guy you can get for value. I don't think he'll be as high as 13, and some maybe if if Romo is the guy, is the quarterback, he might. People might try to give him a second look here, but he's. I think he could have a good season if he actually has a good quarterback. And then number 14 is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is my number 14. I was big on him last year. I see people having him up in the top 10 now. I don't have him quite there, but I think he's going to have a good season. I just. 
here I worry about Michael Thomas getting overhyped. And I think he's going to go for more than what I want to pay for him. Now, like I like the guy a lot, but he's going to go in that if he goes in the top ten, you know, if people put him in the top ten of these ranks, he's going to go for too much. I think he should he shouldn't be a top ten guy. I think he's a top fifteen guy, but that changes a lot. Money changes in the auction if you're in the top ten, rather if you're in the you know eleventh or fifteen. So he could go for fifteen twenty dollars more than he should. I think. But yeah. I- <laughs> and we're going to agree on this, and then I'm also going to throw some stats out there that's going to shoot <laughs> myself in the foot. But because so he ended up the ninth overall wide receiver yep. last so year, which there. is yep. pretty crazy for a, for a you know rookie wide receiver. And on top of that, we don't know if Brandon Cooks is going to be there, so he might end up being the number one wide receiver. You get a few more looks. They still you know they still spread it out, but it would be hard to think that his production will go down in that case. So to be a top ten is not that crazy, but to trust that kind of you know that kind of money, him being the number one guy to a yeah. second year, the first year in his role as number one, it, it that worries me. Yeah, I do not feel comfortable in my fantasy team if Michael Thomas is my number one receiver. I don't feel comfortable with it. It's it's gonna I, he's not going to be my number one receiver on any team I have, and there's just no there's no way. But I like him a lot if I can get him as my number two, but. Hopefully, you know, in an auction, you might be able to steal. Maybe there's people that aren't out there that aren't going to be as big on him as some of the ranks will. Maybe he, maybe he can still be a steal, but don't overpay for Michael Thomas. That's all I gotta say there. Number fifteen. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of love. Yep. Number fifteen, Allen Robinson. This is my number fifteen guy. Man, you are just you are <laughs> filling this with bounce back candidates. I do have another. There's another one right there. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say about Allen Robinson here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> phenomenal athlete. Yep. He a- absolutely can do it. Last year was, I mean, obviously you're thinking that's a uh, a fluke of a year. And I think a lot of people are going to see it that way. He's going to be ranked around this level in a lot of people's rankings, giving him one more chance. That's pretty much what it is. I'm giving, I think he's talented enough to be up there, give him one more shot at it. You know, as we get going in the year, people might pass him before we get the real ranks here. But he... And again, Allen Robinson, I wouldn't mind having him on my team if I can get him for a good value. This is all it's going to be about auction drafts is value. It's what you can actually get, what your price yeah. is. And Maybe he can go cheaper. Especially in guys like that because they scare me. And if you have to pay for him, it's not worth it because there's so much talent if you go even farther down because we haven't even gotten to, obviously we'll get to him you know, surely, but I swear if Doug Baldwin listens yep. to any sort of podcast or rankings, <laughs> he has to just like... It has to hurt him so bad because every year he ends up in like the top ten overall. He was number ten overall, and we haven't talked about him yet. And I know we're not probably going to get to him anytime soon because uh, he's just one of those guys that just flies under the radar think, every year. Think, and you can probably get him for a great discount. So if it's going to be, you know I mean, like I'd rather pay for someone like that than Allen Robinson. So yeah, that, that's the, the kind of where I'm thinking of. Sorry, Doug, but you probably should be in the top twenty-five, but you might not be. So. <laughs> uh, Hey. Sorry, sorry, Doug. <laughs> sorry, man. That's all I gotta say. I know he probably should be, but I'm not <laughs> gotta say look like he's not an exciting no, yeah, player to me. And it's just not gonna It is eh. such an unsexy pick that but, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it is. Well all right, number sixteen, I'm moving on from Allen Robinson. Number sixteen is gonna be Brandon Cooks. And this is not knowing hundred percent where Brandon Cooks is gonna be playing now next year. There's been that little bit Is he gonna be traded? And if he is 
Maybe maybe that's yeah. actually even a better situation for him. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like he's going to be. It sounds like Titans are going after him hard. We don't know. But if that's true, you're not going to pay that kind of money for him and just not use him. Yep. So everyone knows that. And I, I love Brandon Cooks. I wish he was obviously, you know, you wish you could add height to a wide receiver. <laughs> but yep. the, the way this guy plays is awesome. So I really think if he has a good rapport with wherever he goes, or even if he stays in New Orleans, that's not a bad place to put him, yeah, really. Because, I, I mean, way. he was... Yeah, either way, if he's if he's on a new team, if he's with the Saints, I think 16's about where I'm going to have him. Because if he's with the Saints, him and Thomas are never going to be more than a couple spots apart in the rankings. No, so. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And they were 8-9. Yep. Right I mean, they were only like five points apart. <laughs> and so, it, Again, though, I don't think I'm going to have him on many of my teams. But <laughs> because I, he's yeah, that, I, probably, he's that up and I, I love Rankers, but I probably, I probably won't have him on my team either. Yeah, it, maybe he can get more consistent if he has a new team. Because, I mean, you know, Drew Brees, he, Drew Brees seems to look for the open guy all the time, and some get day, days that might not be Cooks. So it might be Sneed. It might be Thomas. You know, so his, he doesn't get as many looks, but maybe on a new team he'll be the featured guy all the time. Could really drive his numbers up even more. Number 17, Devontae Adams from the Packers. Really broke out last year. And I'm trying to, I was trying to get these ranks, trying to figure out where I want Devontae Adams. And he, I could have him up. He, I could see him being all the way up in the top 10, around 10, 11, 12 in that range. I could see him being down at 25. He's just kind of, it's hard to figure out where to put him. No, was that a fluke season? Is he going to do it again? But I think he's, I think it, he showed that he's that good. I think he's going to have another great season. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a tough one because he ended up number seven overall, and he caught twelve touchdowns. So it seems like whoever plays with Aaron Rodgers is going to be a fantasy stud. Yep. That's where it's coming from. But because of that, I just think you're going to have to pay so much. Exactly. <laughs> and I do. I get. I, and I hate to. I sound like a broken record talking about value the entire that's, time. That's what. That's all. But it's that's just it very is. true. Yep. Yeah, it's just so true because his value just went skyrocketing because he was a top ten guy and a great offense. Yep. So you know, I think I think where you have him is probably the safe bet. Most are going to have him obviously a little bit higher. Yeah, I can see. I can but see. But if those, if his touchdowns dip a little, he you know he plummets really. Yep, and that's I wor- worry about it because it wasn't even a full season really. He didn't step it up right away at the beginning of the year. And I mean, we saw this with Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was just amazing for the Packers a couple of years back, and last year it wasn't the same. Last couple of years it wasn't the same. So, yeah, I mean, does Adams that's, take that's a, step a worry? Back? Yeah, I mean, maybe Cobb steps mention, up and I mean, takes, goes back. It, yeah, and you made the same point you made for Jordy Nelson. You can make for this. You know, yep. you're you're going to have other guys that can cut touchdowns as well. And if they add a running game, they could steal some goal line catches because they threw a lot in the red zone. All right, number 18. Another guy who, for some reason, doesn't seem like the exciting pick. That's Michael Crabtree. Put him mm-hmm. there. He, <laughs> he just never is terribly exciting. But he is a pretty consistent player, and he, he put up good numbers, and he's in a good offense. So, I mean, I, I like him a lot if you can get him for I think he's a guy bringing up value. I think, I think you can get Michael Crabtree for a pretty decent value, especially in, if he's a top 20 receiver he's a wide receiver too i think a lot of times you could get him maybe even as a wide receiver three on your team if you're you know if you play it right in an auction draft and i think he could be that wide receiver two value and get him for your wide receiver three spot 
you know, again, I think a lot of yeah, people probably and, feel this way. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's kind of funny watching. We we had um, we kind of bring it up quite a bit. If you watch two wide receivers playing on the same team, you find that their numbers get very comparable. Yep. And just like we had just talked about with uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, Michael Crabtree and Mari Cooper were ranked 12th and 13th, and they were only separated by one point exactly. <laughs> yep. And Crabtree was actually better than Cooper. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny because Cooper will get more love, more hype, <clears throat> and he probably does have a better ceiling. But you can also get Crabtree, which m- has a very good shot at getting – almost the same production for much less. Yeah, and I think I think so, you're going to be able to get him for a good price. Yeah. I might target him in a lot of drafts if I can see where, see where that price is going. If it's staying cheap, I'll throw a bid out on him, see if I can get him get him on my team as like my third receiver. I'd like to do that. Number 19, Sammy Watkins. And Sammy. He Sammy Watkins now. He has the talent of those guys at the top. He has the talent, I think of the Evans, Beckham's, AJ Green's, Mari Cooper's. I feel like he has that kind of talent, but he's always injured. Plays for the Buffalo Bills, who don't seem to get it quite done like they should. Even though we well, like a lot of their offensive weapons, they just don't quite do it. And I think it's mainly the in- Sammy Watkins is completely injury prone. I think I'm going to say that 100 percent for sure with him. The guy's always hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Injury concern, but other than that, talent is absolutely there. I do wonder who's going to be throwing it to him, but if he's healthy for even 13 games, yep. <laughs> that's saying a lot for him. He, that could easily be where he lands. That's how talented the dude is. Yeah, and that's, I again, he could be a guy who could go for cheap if people are finally turned off by him. Get him on your team, and he could break out and finally be what he should be. But he's not going to, I'm not going to necessarily target him, but if he's in a draft and he's sitting there and the price isn't going up, I'm going to throw a bid on Sammy to try to get him. He's not going to be my number one or number two receiver though. Somebody's going to fall in love with him again and think he's think he's healthy and going to have a breakout year, but he's still a top 20 guy, I think. But my number 20 is Dante Moncrief. I can see a good season coming from Moncrief. I really like the potential there. Definitely with I do too. And he's he's another guy that I think that's I think that would be a value pick. Yep. Um, at, at that position, because you're almost getting him as you know, in wide receiver three territory, um, and I think that's probably where people are going to value him because of his injuries and things like that. But this guy is talented. He's on a great offense, um, and because you know out of sight, out of mind kind of deal. So yep. the fact that he didn't play a whole lot last year, I think, only helps you in this upcoming one. You know, going through these ranks, I think we. Even wide receivers running. I think everybody in the NFL is injured, pretty much. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, everyone's getting hurt. And, man, it seems like we've run into that a lot. Every, like every other player. Like, yeah, this guy's come back from injury, injury, injury. But, oh, man, there's so many injuries. But I like Moncrief. He should be, I think the Colts offense is going to be better even than they've been. Luck could, I put Luck as my number four quarterback. So I obviously think they're going to have a good – Offensive season there. Number 21 is Terrell Pryor. Put him up at number 21. You know, first full year as a receiver, and the guy was, I think, he was pretty good. And the only problem is still don't know that quarterback situation in Cleveland. Don't really know who's going to throw him the ball. I don't know if it matters. He seemed to put up the numbers without it. So I think he's going to be good. And he, you can probably get him for 
cheaper than a 21st receiver price. People aren't going to be 100% sold on him yet. It still, it doesn't, it seems like it, was a, it could be a fluky, but I think it's definitely something he's going to have another good season, especially if you have a healthy Corey Coleman out there taking away some of the pressure from him a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much, I mean, almost all trail prior last year. They had no one else to throw the ball to, and he still did as good as he did. So I like him a lot as well for this upcoming season. Let's see here. Number 22, I'm going to move on. Calvin Benjamin. And this one, another guy who's probably going to be higher than some people have him on their list. Is he really, I mean, not just he didn't just disappoint the whole Carolina Panthers offense disappointed last year. But Calvin Benjamin, he's another, we talk about these wide receivers. He's another just extremely talented guy who should be one of these top receivers. And so he's going to get a good value for Calvin Benjamin. Like we keep talking about, well, this is the best part about this. You can get guys like this for a lot cheaper than, you know, maybe some other names. Like you can get Calvin Benjamin for, Nothing compared, probably to even Sammy Watkins. I feel like, and I think the value. I think he has great potential to break out this year if Cam, which I think is going to happen because I put Cam Newton again as my number six quarterback. So I think there's going to be a bounce back year from the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I like. I think they have to bounce back because uh, unbelievable how much they fell off in one season. Um, but Kelvin Benjamin. I think the biggest knock against him is the fact that there's no one to take pressure off of him whatsoever. Yep. Um, so I, I would love to see them get a little bit of help on the other side. Obviously, every guy they try to pick up has not really been doing the job. Um, hey, but maybe they're gonna, big body. I mean, they, the guy, the guy caught what? I mean, his the rookie year he went for a thousand yards and nine TDs. Yeah. There's no reason he can't improve on those numbers. So, um, I like this guy too. Pretty much be another undervalued asset. Yep. Number 23, as we move on, Devontae Parker. I put him up, jumped him up my list. I've been, I've been talking about him a lot as the guy I think is going to break out this year. You know, it's just, it. there really isn't much to say about why, you know, number-wise, why it's going to happen. I feel like he's he's talented enough to break out, and I just, I keep putting him up there on these, on these lists, so I just need him to prove me right, so I had to put him on my top 25 list as a guy who's going to have a good season. And, you know, there's signs of it there. He just got hurt. He was starting to step up and got hurt again at the end of last year. But I think that offense is going to be pretty solid in Miami. So I think Parker could have a good season, especially if Kenny Stills moves on. It's only going to be Parker and Landry. Parker's going to get all the big plays. And it could be, you know, a good season for him. Yeah, and, and you are right. The The second half of that season, he did show a lot more. Um that's a big jump, but if you really want to get a guy of that caliber, I think it's probably the spot where you're going to have to take him. Um, but, yeah, incredibly up and down at the moment. But if they don't have stills, like you said, I can, I can absolutely see that. I, I like that you're kind of putting your money where your mouth is and yep. putting him up that high because, um, you know, he could, he could. He could make that big jump. He was number 50th, but, I mean, as you know, you know, when you get down that low in these rankings, a few points really makes all the difference. Yep. So, All right, we got two more guys on my top 25. Number 24 is Emmanuel Sanders. And 
put him. I like that the left. Romo connection yep, again. Pretty much, I think if Romo is the quarterback, Sanders could probably could be better than this. He could be better than a twenty fourth guy. He could be back up to the levels he was a couple seasons ago when he had a healthy Peyton Manning throwing him the ball. So it's just hoping that Romo's his quarterback. If he is, he's again he's going to be a great value player if he has Tony Romo as his quarterback. But it's if he if he doesn't have Tony Romo as his quarterback and it's going to be Paxton Lynch or it's going to be Simeon again, I bet you Sanders is not going to probably reach my top thirty on the next list. <laughs> so it's it's pretty much all about who's throwing him the ball. And then one last guy to round out my top twenty-five, I had to put him here is Tyreek Hill. Had it, there's plenty, okay, I, was, plenty, I was wondering when when your guy <laughs> was going to make an appearance. Yeah, you know, plenty of guys that there's so many guys I left off this list that could easily jump in here. But I mean Tyreek Hill, he can do it all. I mean the, it, he's going to run the ball, he's going to catch it, he's going to return punts and kicks. It's he's if you can get him for a good price. If he's that's my worry with Tyreek Hill is he's going to be valued higher than this. That's my main I, worry. I agree. I think he's going to go higher. And what worries me is I don't think he can repeat. He, I mean, he could prove me wrong, but it's just very difficult to repeat the kind of touchdowns he yeah. got. Oh, yeah. it was. He had some game, so many games where he had 60, 70-yard touchdowns. That's all he did for those games. He just kept it up. But Yeah. And the guy's uh, he's so fast. He's so fun to watch. But it's so tough to tell whether or not he can make those plays, especially on that type of offense that they run. Yep. So I, I think 25 is more realistic of a place to put him than where a lot of people are going to put him, which could be nearing, you know, I bet he's going to be in the top 15, and he could near the top 10 because a rookie broke out, was number 11th overall. But, yeah, I, I like him better at 25. I think that's probably the kind of money you would want to spend on him and yep. why I probably will never end up with him in any yeah, of my so, teams. Somebody in everyone's league is going to fall in love with Tyreek Hill and pay way too much for him. But it's I probably won't own him, but that's all right. I still He's going to be a good player. It's just he's going to have weeks that he scores one, one point, and that's it. That's the problem with a guy like him. He's going to have too many weeks where he's, he's going to lose you the week. He's going to win you weeks, but he's going to actually lose you a lot of weeks, and he won't be... Not going to be getting at that just that consistent. He doesn't have a floor. He doesn't have a very good floor. That's my worry with him. It's gonna. He has a one point floor, not a seven eight point floor. So that's why I'm not going to be getting him. Well, that's it for my wide receivers for this time. I mean, there's so many guys that could jump up there. Yeah, we talked about Doug Baldwin. I don't know Golden Tate. There's a, there's a lot of guys like that. that yeah. gonna be, I think I think Doug is the only one that really stands yep, out. That, I think so too. He he easily could jump. But in I totally there. understand why. I mean. You have to, you know, you're putting these new guys in there too. And, and you know, the other guys we're talking about are probably easily kind of bumped off of this. You know, if you're talking about Golden Tate, Julian Edelman. Yep. yep. Um, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, he's always a guy that's always up there, but he's getting incredibly old, so I understand yep. where he could fall. So I, I don't really have any problem with, you know, with your list. Except um, maybe besides for maybe Doug DeAndre Baldwin Hopkins. sneaking in there. And DeAndre Hopkins at number 10. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. You know, I might rearrange it, but for the most part, I like all the guys that were in the top twenty-five. All right, let's get, let's do it. The little tight end list here, really quick. There's only ten of them. Number one, I, I mean, can't make a tight end list without putting Gronkowski number one. It, I mean, I don't. He's he's gonna he's been injured a lot, but it's still he's the number one guy. It he can't a list wouldn't be correct if it wasn't him number one. Yeah, there's there's no argument there. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna have him on my team, but he's gonna be way too much money. But he's the number one guy. So well, it, the list really starts at number two, I think. Here, number two, I put Travis Kelsey. He had, I mean, okay, yeah, I'm such a great season last year. 
and he kept getting better and better at the end of the year. So he's definitely, I think, he he actually could, I think, challenge Gronk for that number one spot. If there's anybody that can do it, I think it's Kelsey. He could. They're using him correctly, finally. They're getting him, they're kind of getting creative on how they give him the ball, too. They were throwing him screens, even. And you saw how athletic he is for a big guy. So he's, I, I love Kelsey. I think he's great. I think they're finally starting to use him the way they should have um, all along, which is as much as possible <laughs> yep. in and, that offense. And he's going to be – he's going to have a great season. And there's just – yeah, he could very – he could challenge Gronk. I think he could, actually. I would not be surprised if – even if Gronk's healthy all year, if Kelsey beats him out. It just – it wouldn't surprise me. Number three is I'm ignoring injury risk here and putting Jordan Reed number three. Yes. <laughs> Talent-wise, Jordan Reed is up there, but he's hurt a lot. But I think at tight end, it's there isn't many great tight ends. So if you can get Jordan Reed and not spend much for him, I think you got to go for him. you got to get him at that spot. And you might be able to get him cheaper than you've had in the past because people the injuries really have built up now. And people are probably concerned about it. But I think talent-wise, he's at least the number three tight end in the league very easily. Yeah, you said it all. That's exactly the, the way I feel, too. Yeah, and I think you might be able to get a little value on him now. He might go cheaper than he used to. And if so, why not take a chance? If it doesn't work out, eh, just go get a guy at the bottom of the list. Who cares? You know, somebody. There's always somebody that breaks out. Number four, I have Tyler Eifert is my number four guy. And again, injuries, injuries, injuries. Everyone's injured. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, injured. But talent, he has, I think, a lot of talent. He's going to score touchdowns that showed last year. So he's my number four guy. You know, there's not many other guys I think that can break out too much. Eifert has a chance to be one of the top. Number five is Jimmy Graham. I think he has one more year in him, maybe. <laughs> he, he had a bounce back last year. He actually might not be able to get him as cheap now as he could last year. Because last year you could get him for pretty much nothing. I think you got him for nothing and. In one of our drafts, yeah, yeah, I did, and but everyone was saying that he was not going to be able to return from his injury, yep. which I thought was a little bit crazy. But um, yeah, and you're right; he, you're going to have to pay for him now. He's a number four overall guy. Um, it's Jimmy Graham on top of that, and I mean, everyone likes yep. him. He's a big name. You know that he can catch a touchdown with the best of them. Yep. So that's a that's a household name. Yep, and that's I probably won't, he's not the guy I'm going to end up with, but. He, no, and I never pay for tight end, just rarely. I don't think anyone gives you that big of an, you know. I mean, unless you're talking about Gronk when you yep. don't worry about injury. And now it sounds like you think Kelsey might be approaching that where if you pay yep. for him, he's a big advantage. Yep, um, he's getting there. Yeah, but yeah, I always I tend to go to the, uh, the late rounds on tight ends. Number six, put Greg Olson number six. Olsen falling to number six. He, is, he had such a great start to last year, but as it, like all the Panthers, he fell off too. He, he is, he he's such Mr. Player. Dependable, though. And he, he had such a – he definitely fell off towards the end of last year. It, all of a sudden he hit a spot where he just wasn't getting any points anymore, wasn't getting you know the same kind of production yeah. he was before. So I, It's true. I mean, you, can, you just draw a line after week nine, yeah. week ten on. He was a very average tight end. Yeah, he was. And once again, though, I mean, the Panthers were yep. so bad he was, yeah. offensively. The fact that he was number two overall, you can only think that <laughs> he has a chance to really, you know I mean? Like, he does. He you does. have to think that. And I, I still got him up there slightly, you know, still in the top six. He is one of those guys at the top. 
he probably is more he's going to be chance to be more consistent than some of these guys. He's not as injury. He's not doesn't have the same injury risk. I feel like yeah, I, I think do. that is why he's up there. The fact that he plays, yep. you know, every game. He's pretty much everybody else on this list has injury risk. So <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Number it's seven, just riddled. <laughs> I got my number seven guy is going to be Zach Ertz. I think I think Zach Ertz could have a good season here. Carson Wentz in year number two. If they get somebody like Alshon at wide receiver, just a better all-around offense, I think Zach Ertz could have a little bit of a breakout year coming up this year. I mean, nothing special. It's not still number seven, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a pretty good season. He's I like. I really like that pick because I mean, we're just talking about Olsen, how you draw a line, yep. and it just you know you go down after that. He actually, you draw a line <laughs> at week eight. <laughs> And week nine on, and he is a different player. He's yeah. so much better. And you have to believe that is because he got more comfortable, a little more healthy perhaps, but um, him and Wentz are on the same page. So I like him as a, a good a good pick for your tight end. Yep. Number eight, Hunter Henry. Put him number eight. I think he's this is I, the year he really I Love me some up. Hunter Henry. I mean, it sounds like Antonio Gates, he is coming back it looks like. Which you just won't leave. I, I thought <laughs> just for sure. Leave. I thought for sure he was gone. I thought hundred percent he was gone. It's. I think he's back now. But I mean, I still think Hunter Henry is going to be overtaking him. I think Gates is going to be much, much more situational, even more than he was. He's just going to basically be a goal line guy, if anything, at this point. But Hunter Henry should be the guy. He should have a great season. I wouldn't hesitate getting him at all, especially if you get him for cheap. I would definitely get Hunter Henry. He he has the potential to here to jump up and be a top guy. Some of these the next couple guys here, I don't feel like have the same potential Henry does to do that. But he could be the next guy to be really one of those top you know three tight ends in the league. Especially maybe not this year, but yeah, I can see it happening by next year, the year after for sure. Year three or four for him. Yeah, and I mean you just look at it. I mean Antonio Gates has how many touchdowns did he catch last year? Uh... He had seven touchdowns yeah. that went to him as a tight end. So you assume that you put Hunter Henry in that and he takes four more of those, yep. not to mention the catching and yards. I mean, Hunter Henry had he had eight, eight <laughs> touchdowns last year Jeez. and not a whole lot of receptions for the most part. So you see how dominant that San Diego can be in the red zone. Yep. And if Antonio Gates would just leave, <laughs> Hunter Henry could win me this freaking <laughs> – draft he's so dominant he down there it's he crazy is. all right number nine i got two more number nine and ten number nine is delaney walker he's just solid for the most part consistent there's nothing special he's not excited about delaney walker but he should be pretty consistent for you and get you a good season as long as yeah, he stays healthy he's good not much to <laughs> yeah. add there and number 10 could have put a million guys here but i went with jared cook it just yes you know I agree. I, for some reason, I, I just have this idea that Jared Cook <laughs> will finally come true and <laughs> yep. be the player we all thought he was going to be about five years I'm, ago. I'm falling into that trap, I think. <laughs> it happens. It's, it's, dude, I'm telling you, it's the Aaron Rodgers effect, man. Everyone catches touchdowns <laughs> every game. So I just have to believe that Jared Cook, and he looked so good in the playoffs with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So if he's on Green Bay, which I assume he is, I think he will be. I think he's a top ten guy. I think that's a no brainer. Yep, I think so too. He could be much higher than that, and I I hope to get Jared Cook in our leagues. 
Uh, so you might have to try to outbid me for them, which probably won't be more than a dollar. <laughs> Maybe two. I'm really, this is going to be interesting to finally go through this when we know exactly what each other are thinking. Yep, that's, it's it's going to be a challenge. Well, there we go. We've got to look at our wide receiver and tight end ranks for next year, which they will be changing quite a bit as we go on, especially when we know where some of these players are actually going to be playing and, you know, some of the rookies and all that good stuff. But we will be back next week, two more episodes. We'll get you up to date with all the latest news because I'm sure there will be plenty more, you know, coming out all the time. Maybe there'll be some new trades, and maybe we'll have some ideas where some of these players are actually going. But until next time, we'll see you guys then.